0: Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are going to discuss the reasons why you are lazy. People will just assume that their laziness is something about who they are, and it's not. It's an adaptation. Like introversion, like extroversion, these are other other common examples. People say, oh, I can't talk to those people because I'm introverted. Or, I can't journal, I can't meditate because I'm extroverted. That's not who you are. That's simply how you've adapted. Now, I, I totally get that people can be more likely to you know, adapt to stress by being introverted, by turning in on themselves, and other people are gonna be more likely to adapt to stress by being extroverted, by constantly surrounding themselves with other people. Either way, and it looks different on the surface, but it's an adaptation to stress. You have a maladaptation to stress, and that's why you think you're introverted or extroverted. And I've seen this you know, hundreds of times. People will adapt to the stress in a better way, and then they, Whether if they're extroverted, they become more introverted, so to speak. Introverted becomes more extroverted. You know, maybe it's like I thought that's who I was. It turns out that was an adaptation. Same thing with something like agreeableness. Oh, I would go confront those people, or you know, confront my boss or this coworker or whatever. My wife, my husband about this thing. I'm just too agreeable. I'm just going to go along to get along. And people, you know, that this is just an adaptation. It's not really who you are. Same thing with shyness you know and and it's the same with laziness right it's not real it's an adaptation it's an effect it's it's a, it's an effect of a deeper cause and it is in effect a fantasy world that you put yourself in where you don't have to do any work it's not really who you are so if you don't want to be lazy you can try to go online and watch a bunch of motivational david goggins jocko willing videos and uh, you know, that could work, but that's just a cover up of the symptom. We got to look at the root cause of laziness. And in my experience, you know, there's more causes than this, but just for the sake of simplicity for this video, there's three main causes of laziness. The first one is you seek other people's validation. This, of course, causes laziness because when you're seeking other people's validation, what you do that because you use other people's validation as a proxy for your own validation. You use other people's approval of you. People will give you worth through their approval, and this is a proxy for your own sense of self-worth, which, of course, it's never going to be good enough. It's never going (laughs) to, you know, fill you up, I guess you could say, spiritually, psychologically, psychically in a way that your own sense of self-worth will do. And... So the implication of this is like, you're not really in control. You're like, it's an external locus of control because so much of who you are and how you feel about yourself depends on how other people react to you or not react to you. You know, that's an insidious part of this approval seeking is some people don't seek approval. They seek not getting disapproval, which is a little bit more insidious, but effectively it's the same thing. I'm going to change who I am based on how other people are. But it's really not how other people are. It's how I project other people to be. And this is the stuff that existential crises are made of. And when people, you know, become like, you know, they're they're late 20s to mid 30s, they realize, oh, this is no way to live and they have an existential crisis. Who am I, right? Because you don't know who you are because so much of your life has been driven by what other people want. Not that, you know, obviously we're social animals to some degree. So that's going to be some motivation, but is that... If that's the main motivation, then there might be you know, an issue there and you're just gonna get burnt out. The locus of control in your life is going to be implicitly placed outside of you and you're gonna be way less likely to work hard. You're gonna be way more likely to be lazy. Well, what's the point, right? If, if you're just dust in the wind, that's what having an external locus of control is. And what, what's the point of working? I mean, a great example of this is people get, who get burnt out in like corporate professions, corporate hierarchies, Constantly trying to curry the favor of the people above them, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, corporate hierarchies are great, but uh, there's a way to do it in an unhealthy way. And when people do that, then they, uh, yeah, that, that gets old really, really quick from what I can tell. Um, and then usually what happens there is well, people will just procrastinate and then compensate for the procrastination with perfectionism, with having a crazy high standards you know you throw some modafinil and adderall in there and having crazy high standards it's really just a way for you to, to criticize yourself even more also you know the example i bring up a lot is if you study a subject in school or <clears throat> you know um, join a profession, choose a profession for your life that you didn't really want that your parents wanted you to do you know your mom wanted you to become a doctor so you became a doctor uh, and it's not really what you want. In fact, you never really considered what you wanted to do, and maybe it worked for a while, but eventually it doesn't work, and you realize, oh, I tried to make my mom happy. I actually didn't make her happy. What I did is I jumped through one of her hoops, and what she, what my mom does unconsciously, and goes, oh, my son, my daughter, jumped through one of my hoops. I'm going to have another hoop and another hoop, and she's going to keep having hoops for you to jump through as long as you're jumping through them. Now, this, you know, this kind of realization even if it's on some on an implicit level will you know tend to make you uh, pretty lazy that, that tends to make you pretty lazy so, so that's one thing it's just trying to get validation from other people the another way that people are lazy uh, or the cause of laziness is these all these are kind of going to go with each other they're going to be related is dishonesty in relationships uh, relationships are essential for a psychological well-being You know, same thing with like moving around and and exercising, uh, you know, drinking water, eating food. Uh, Relationships are spiritual sustenance for us. And we all have relationships, but if those relationships are unhealthy, if they're dishonest, if even the closest relationships in, in your life are characterized by you trying to hide certain parts of yourself from other people, this creates a lot of stress. And it's difficult because people think, well, this is just how you deal with you know, your friends or your girlfriend is, is you're always trying to hide what you really think. And when she says, you know, does, does this, uh, do these pants make my butt look big? You just have to say, Oh no, you look great, honey. You can't say, Oh no, those pants make your butt look big. That's just, just how relationships are. And like the unconscious baggage, <laughs> just kind of just repressing what you really think and who you really are. It leads to lazy. Cause on some level you think, well, what's the point of working hard and trying to achieve what I think I want if, Ultimately, I'm just going to end up in a relationship that I don't... It's just going to be stressful. Right? What's the point? So that usually leads to laziness as well. And I guess related to that one, the third reason why people are lazy is poor anger expression. Poor expression of anger. Of course, in the context of relationships. But... uh, I think we have a very unhealthy view of anger in the West. We see it as necessarily wrong, necessarily bad. And if you have anger, you need to go do your meditation practice or read Marcus Aurelius or read Epictetus. You know, read a philosophy, read a slave philosophy. It's very advantageous if you're a slave to not be angry. But if you're not a slave, it leads to, uh, like we were talking about before, just... uh, disconnection and poor identity formation without a strong identity without knowing who you are then you're going to have the other two problems right you're going to necessarily want to seek the validation of other people because you can't you don't have an identity right so there's there's no validation from yourself to seek and this is of course going to lead to dishonesty in relationships but you know just and you know, resentments frustrations like other kinds of like iterations of anger we think well i can't I can't express that, I need to repress that. I need to repress those parts of me so other people will like me. I mean, these are all kind of related, but that is going to lead to a lot of laziness as well. A lot of stress, and you compensate for that stress by just kind of tuning out of life slowly. It's not a big deal at first, bit by bit, slowly, until you realize, wow, I'm spending four hours a day on YouTube or whatever, or I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. And that's usually when it's time to reach out and get uh, some kind of therapy so you can go back and say, yeah, this is, this is the air. This is the emotional misstep that you made. And now, you know, it's kind of cascaded into you spending six hours on Twitter a day, something like that. But like everything else I talk about on this channel, it all comes down to your unconscious and your inability to express things or be aware of, of what is in your unconscious i know it's in your unconscious it's on un- you're not going to be conscious of it at least all the time but at least have access to certain parts of your unconscious when you need to and if you don't do that you're going to have a lot of symptoms that you don't want um and it's the point of every you know it's a it's uh you know, every sentence that I utter on this channel is some iteration of there's something in your unconscious that you don't express, you don't share. Now, or maybe you do share, maybe you do express it. Maybe you do express your anger, for example, but you just don't do it in a very healthy way that connects with people. You think an expression of your anger is necessarily going to be confrontational and you treat it like a confrontation when really, I mean, it's a confrontation, but it's also a point of connection with other people too. A confrontation is a connection. Competition is connection. It is cooperation. These are two sides of the same coin it's not one or the other and it's not that you and look you know just to, not to spoil it for you but you cannot be perfect with this expression of your unconscious with this awareness of your unconscious there's always going to be more work to do so whatever that's not the goal the goal is to uh, partake in a process to be a part of a process through which you will be able to express more and more of what is in your unconscious do it in a healthier way, in a way that connects you with more people. That's the point of therapy, and that's all for this video, guys. Thank you for watching, like, and subscribe. And remember that your laziness—you—you uh, you may think it's—you uh, may think it's who you are, but ultimately, what it is—it's a—it's a way to adapt, so you don't have to do any work.